Hello there, new Berry Show. We're all about Vermont. Saturdays, noon to 3, WVMT, brought to you by Island Homemade Vermont Ice Cream, Vermont's other ice cream. Hey, if you're in the biz, if you're in the food service biz, I would like to treat you to a scoop or two of our Island Homemade Vermont Ice Cream Tuesday at the PFG Food Service Show. It's going to be at the Expo Center in, in Essex, you know, the Champlain Valley Expo Center. And, uh, hey, I'll see you there, all right? We could talk about uh, how you could you could scoop Island Homemade Vermont ice cream at your place and all that. So we caught a someone who you're going to know doing something good. And I have a feeling it's not the first time. I don't know if you saw this story. It was on uh, NBC5 this week. But you remember the warm weather that we had, right? Instant summer, poof. Well, there were all of these tulips that all of a sudden popped. And the grower said, what am I going to do with all these tulips? And she found an amazing thing, and she did an amazing thing. And we wanted to talk to her about it. Emily Von Trapp, the owner of Von Trapp Flowers, joins me on the line. Emily, nice to have you with us. Hi, Bruce. Thanks for having me. Well, it's a great, great pleasure. So there you were in the midst of this 90-degree instant summer, and the tulip said, okay, here we go. And, and they all popped. What happened? Well, so, you know, I'm a, a tulip farmer. I grow tulips from January through June, and all my tulips kind of come out of cold storage and rooting in succession. And when we have a heat wave like that, it actually pushes successions together. You know, that much heat for that, you know, five-day stretch really interrupts the controlled process that I have in place. Um, you know, because if it was typical spring weather, 40, 50 degrees, I can really keep those successions timed well. Um, and we'd, we'd hustled, we tried to put things in cold storage in our um, cold garage and cold shed and crossed our fingers hoping that we could get through that stretch. But five days was just too long. And I got back uh, to the farm after a weekend away and was a little overwhelmed to find thousands of my tulips blooming, you know, a week to a week and a half early. Um, and so my team and I just started to brainstorm. Um, and our, our first step was let's make kind of like two for one bouquets. We call them bonus bouquets and sell them to our regular markets of which we're in about 12 right now in central Vermont. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was one way we tried to move them. And then we thought, you know, we still have so many tulips, thousands of tulips. You know, how can we share all this beauty? Because, you know, a perishable time sensitive product um, with the community or with other organizations to, to at least make some kind of an impact, even though I was, clearly going to have a financial loss. And uh, one of the things we came up with was putting them on uh, the local library steps, the Jocelyn Memorial Library in Waitsfield, um, to make kind of like a tulip display. I've always kind of dabbled with and considered the idea of doing like a small tulip festival of sorts for the community. Um, and it's never really come together. And all of a sudden I was presented with, you know, an excess of tulips and an opportunity to give that a try. And so we um, reached out to the local library. They said, yes, absolutely, feel free to use our steps. And uh, we brought 1,500 tulips down um, on the morning of the 19th and displayed them on the stairs. And it's, you know, all different colors, a really beautiful display. Um, and then I put a post on Instagram uh, just because that's where people get most of their information about where our flowers are, just letting people know that they would be there. 
and it was for everybody to enjoy and please don't pick them and please don't take them but just you know take photos enjoy them and experience what it's like to be in 15,000 or 1500 tulips in uh end of april amazing amazing and that's what people did they turned out and kind of did the right thing they posed for pictures and took tulip selfies and it really became a center and uh, a real attraction and certainly the talk of the town in Waitsfield. Yeah, it's been fun. And, you know, I actually live downtown, so I commute past the library up to the farm a couple times back and forth a day, taking deliveries out. And every time I go by, there's people there taking photos or with their noses in the flowers. And it's just, it's really fun to see people enjoying them um, and having that connection and stopping and talking to people. Most of what I do is I sell wholesale to markets. So there's not a ton of customer interaction on my part, except for a small CSA that I do locally at my farm for local community members. So having the opportunity to see people just really enjoying them and kind of being a fly on the wall as I drive by, was, it's like pretty special to see people really enjoying something that, you know, was kind of a bummer for me. It's turned into this beautiful thing um, that I've been able to share. Amazing. It is truly amazing and lovely. The, um, there was a tulip farm that was in a movie just very, very recently. I spent a lot of time in Rhode Island and um, uh -huh. there was a movie Wh with uh, Wicked Tulips is it. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, Kara Sedgwick and Kevin Bacon uh, came to Rhode Island and they were filming some scenes from their movie. I can't remember the name of the movie at, at Wicked Tulips. So <laughs> tulips are just have this, this thing, this vibe and it's a, uh, Really, really cool. We're talking with Emily Von Trapp about her tulips. Now, the tulips came from a farm that had been in your family. Tell us how you got started with all of these tulips. Well, so like you said, uh, my family purchased a dairy farm up on the Common Road in Waitsfield in the late 50s. Um, in the early 80s, my parents were gifted 10 acres, and they started their business, the Von Trapp Greenhouse. Um, and during that time, they dabbled in cut flowers. They had um, fields of peonies and other perennial flowers. Um, and then they also started doing retail nursery bedding plants, like annuals and perennials and hanging baskets. Um, <clears throat> and as they shifted away from having the cut flower fields in operation, I was about 12 and I kind of picked up where they left off and I started harvesting the peonies and making bouquets and selling them to the local grocery store here in town, Mahirans Market. Um, and I've just kind of kept up with that part of my flower business. I did it all through my teen years and through college. Um, and then even while I first had my first job teaching um, and running an early education center, I continued to have my flower business. And I got to a point where I realized it was kind of hard to juggle a business, being a teacher and being a mom. And so I, I figured I got to figure out how to do flower farming full time and year round. Um, and our season is so short here in Vermont, right. you know, the May, May to September, it really doesn't give you the opportunity to make a year round living, um, hence the two jobs prior to that. And uh, so I started to think about a cool crop that I could force or bring into bloom during, you know, and extend my season. So start a little bit earlier in the spring. Um, and so the first year, 2011, I started with 3000 bulbs. That was a huge success, um, and I started doing some more research and talking to my bulb rep and realized that I could probably really push the envelope um, if I were to get different bulb preparations. So bulbs can have um, a cooling process done to them in Holland and then be shipped over 
and it's like they've been tricked into thinking they've been through winter and they're ready to go. Wow. So at this this point, um, I buy in bulbs that have three different preparations, some that are what's called 5C cooled, so they're cooled at 5 degrees Celsius, some that are 9C cooled, and then some that are just regularly prepared bulbs. And by getting those three preparations, I'm able to plant in the fall and have my first flowers starting in early January, and they go all the way through past Mother's Day into the end of May, depending on what our temperatures are like here. Um, and I pull them out um, in succession. Um, and so if we have a holiday coming up, like Valentine's Day, I know I need to pull out a lot more. And then if it's just a regular week without a holiday, I'm pulling out a little bit less. So I didn't have, you know, an extensive amount ready to go before that heat wave, but I had enough for, you know, the following two weeks and having that all just get pushed together without a holiday to move them was a little too much for me. Right. How many tulips do you actually end up growing there in the course of say a year? Yeah, so January through May, um, it's 175,000 tulips this year. Wow. All right. <laughs> so that's our that's our magic number to know today. Last week we were talking about uh, the number of uh, licenses for another thing that happens around this time. So uh, if, uh, if I should ask, how many tulips does Emily Von Trapp grow? The number is 175,000. Oh my gosh. And uh, we have uh, about a minute here, Emily, but I do want to just uh, have you give a shout out to someone that came to your rescue without getting into details. It's 2023. Not everybody is as nice as you. And uh, something uh, happened that could have gone bad, except for a business that came forward and uh, really helped you out. Tell us about that very, very quickly. Yeah. So um, a CSA member of mine, John Canning, his company uh, that he works with, PCC, the pediatrician's computer company, heard that I had so many tulips bloom and that I was going to lose thousands of tulips worth of income. And so he decided that they wanted to purchase a thousand stems for me. Um, and they then took those tulips and they doted, donated them to organizations uh, throughout Vermont, like Wake Robin and um, some went to an art teacher. They gave some to their employees. Uh, in addition to that, we donated uh, easily a thousand stems to other organizations, the food pantry in Waitsfield, the Valley Ambulance Service. We donated to the Refugee and Immigrant Center up in Burlington. So there have been so many positive things that have happened and lots of uh, donations of tulips and very grateful for someone else in the community stepping up and supporting us and paying it forward um, in flowers. That was really, really kind and unexpected. And uh, it really just makes you appreciate this little state we live in and um, the community here. You've got it. Hey, where can we find Von Trapp flowers? So we're in markets all throughout Vermont. You can get them at Meheren's Market in Waitsfield, Roots Farm Market in Middlesex, uh, the Hunger Mountain Co-op in Montpelier, Village Market in Waterbury, Jericho Market, uh, Lantman's Market in Hinesburg, the Shelburne Market, New Chocolat in Burlington, and Home and Garden Vermont. Excellent. So great to talk to you. And uh, hey, who doesn't like talking about tulips? And uh, can you still see them at the library? Are they still in bloom? Yeah, they are still in bloom, um, and they'll probably be on the steps into next week until they start to fall apart, and then we'll remove them. But they're Excellent. still looking good today. So if you want to go get a look, you can certainly do that. What a wonderful story. Emily Von Trapp, thank you so very, very much for sharing it with us. We appreciate it. Thanks for being with us. And thanks for having me. Much more on a Saturday, the last Saturday in April. Yeah.